This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. Pastor Michael, here's our question for today. Which commandments were nailed to the cross? The Ten Commandments or the Jewish laws? And I guess they're referring to all the Jewish laws. Mm -hmm. The answer is neither. That's correct. Because... I, I totally understand when you're reading the New Testament, especially if you have a good base of knowledge of, about the Bible and the law and the old mm -hmm. covenant, the new covenant, et cetera. Right. Whenever you see the words legal demands, um, you automatically go to the word law, law. because legal yeah. has to do with law. law. Totally got it. That's mm -hmm. great. I want to read where this is coming from, Colossians 2.14. And um, yeah, I that, think this that would be us. where this question comes from. So we'll, we'll start in, yeah, Colossians 2.14 says that Jesus canceled the record of debt that stood against us. So who who is Jesus? Yes. There's the cross. Mm -hmm. And somehow the cross uh, made, a we'll say, a, a payment against a legal debt. Yeah. And the, the person with the legal debt is me or you, anybody mm -hmm. listening. We right. have a, a legal debt. And what this tells us is that there is a divine um, economy, a, a divine jurisdiction, a divine um, courtroom. There's a divine law that supersedes yep. the entire universe. It's over everything. So if the American law disagrees with God's judicial law, who wins? It's God every time. Right. Humanity has a debt to pay. And it is a long list. It is a record of debt. And it is accumulating with every moment that we're alive. Right. And somehow this enormous record of debt got canceled by the event of the cross. Right. And so what what Paul's trying to do at the church in Colossians is uh, Colossae is, is say, look, uh, Jesus' death on the cross was enormous. And yeah. you don't even begin to understand the record of debt that you had from your sin. Right. So um, what puts me in debt to God, if you will? What is this record of debt? Well, every single sin mm -hmm. that I do or don't do, the things I should do and don't do, omission, commission, et cetera, whatever, all of those things increase my debt because they are divine violations. They're violations against the divine economy, against right. the divine law book, mm -hmm. which is holiness. And and so now here's you and me, Tim. We're sitting here, and we have a record of debt that is accruing. And Paul's like, it was canceled. It was canceled. It was nailed to the cross when Jesus died. Right. Like, I, I imagine I've got like a, a million dollar debt, and all of a sudden I get a letter in the mail that says, oh, it was paid for paid in for. full. And I'm like, well, what are you kidding me? I was right. like, I, I thought I was never going to pay it off. I thought I was going to be under, you know, the oppression sure. of that debt plus interest. Paul goes on and says, this he set aside. What did he set aside? Our record of debt. He nailed it to the cross. Right. Meaning with finality, it's done. It's done. It's paid for. It's taken care of. Yeah. And by nailing it to the cross, the cross was the payment against it. That's what he's saying. Yes. So the reason it went away is because it was paid in full and it was paid in full because it was on the cross. Sure. And here's an analogy to give. In God's divine economy, sin gets punished and then the every the, time every time but the average american christian is like that's so ridiculous why does it need to be punished well okay when you break the law does that have to be punished and repaid the answer is yes when you kill somebody is that going to be punished yeah. yes every law that is broken requires punishment right that is a human thing the reason we intuitively understand that in our courts is because god has wired into us this need for justice when right. there is a wrong it mm -hmm. must be made right for sure somehow though we get this thing into our brain that with god 
God, he must just overlook everything because he's divinely benevolent and he has no opinion or emotions and he doesn't get personally violated. It's like <laughs> the most holy righteous judge on the planet does not have permission to just set stuff aside willy no, nilly. Not at all. And if you went up to a judge and a judge said, you know, for the entire day, everybody who comes here, no matter what the infraction, we're just going to put it aside. It's not going to be paid for. No rights will be, no wrongs will be made right. You would cry foul. You'd have his hand. A- absolutely. That, that judge would Ridiculous. be disbarred instantly. And, and with God, we're like, well, well, we have lower well, yeah, standards yeah, for we, your judicial yeah, righteousness than we do for the judges in America, right? That's ridiculous. So it I is. say all that to say God is a judge. There is a divine law that that oversees the entire world that all people, whether we like it, agree with it, or even believe in it, are going to be subject to the happen. day of judgment. And so here's what he says. This, this record of demands that all need to be punished they were nailed to the cross, meaning the punishment was paid for us. Yeah. That we, or Jesus, took our punishment and he suffered on the cross mm-hmm. for us in our place. It is no different than if I owe you a million dollars and then Billy Bob or Susie Q write you a check for a million dollars. My punishment, my debt, it has been Has paid. been canceled. It's been paid. In this context, though, our sin requires punishment. Just as any violation right. of the law would in any court in the world, God, because of his love, did not want us to have to pay for it. He paid for it himself by becoming flesh and dying on the cross. So the text goes on. On top of this, not only did he get rid of our record of debt, with mm-hmm. all the demands, right. all going. the punishments, it says this. He disarmed the rulers and the authorities and put them to open shame. Now, mm-hmm. here's this refers to, to demons yeah. and Satan. And so we we understand that Satan is an accuser, constantly throwing our guilt You're before right. God and saying, he did this and she did that. And he has this record of our wrongs. He's very familiar oh, with yeah. it. And yep. he can go to- He like, loves to throw them up at us. Yeah, he can go to demon like four steps removed in the org chart of our life and say, I need Michael Feeling's record of wrongs. And then he gets them and they pass them up the org chart. And then Satan takes Michael Feeling's records of wrongs. And and, and God is like, uh, they've all been they've forgiven been and there is no debt left. It's right. fine. There's no demands. Like, I don't need to punish him. It's already been paid for 100%. Correct. Yep. And so this, we'll say- arming of accusation that Satan and demons have before God about us. It's, it's gone. Mm-hmm. There's no condemnation for those who are in Jesus Christ, That's right. Paul says. He says he disarmed the rulers and the authorities, and he put them to open shame by triumphing over them. And basically, <laughs> it's it. like Satan comes up to God, and he's like, here's Michael Fueling's record of debts. And then God publicly mocks him and says, you're a complete no. idiot. Get out of my presence. Yep. He is 100% forgiven. There's oh, no yeah. condemnation for those who are in Jesus Christ. Go to hell. Yep, go back. So, does this have to do with the law or the Ten Commandments? No. Not at all. That's a different podcast. Again, yes, totally which, different. Um, we have answered that question, the difference, like what, um, what is the Old Covenant law and how does mm-hmm. that not apply anymore, et cetera. But what was nailed to the cross is our sin. Sin. Yep. Yeah. Praise God. Yep. Sorry I preached. No, that was great. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that, listeners. Please come back next time when we answer the question, what is the significance of Eli falling and breaking his neck. Have others in the Bible died similarly? 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 (laughs) 